0: Coming up for episode 141, you'll watch it all and you'll like it. Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds.
1: This is I Remembered It Better, a podcast experiment in geek nostalgia.
0: Come on, bark like a dog
1: for me. i done a bad thing. We're on a mission from God.
0: This is my boomstick.
2: Kiss my Converse. This was extraordinarily bad. I got a bad feeling about this.
0: Now, here are your hosts. Oh, no. Not again. See that the humans remain entertained until the end. Welcome to I Remembered It Better, the show that takes a look back and asks, Was it as good as we thought it was? Coming to you from Dayton, Ohio, where I have a D20 and I am not afraid to use it, I am Cliff Haddix, also known as Revan Geek, and I'm joined in tonight's analytic look back from Atlanta, Georgia, here just to draw in the younger late 30s, early 40s crowd, Ryan
2: Alka. Hello ladies <laughs> you're welcome
0: they, can they can we handle this? Is this all right? Is this gonna gonna mo- bump us up to an explicit rating just for your presence
2: <laughs> uh, I've still got pants on, so we're good okay oh whoops <laughs> Where did hey, that come from? <laughs>
0: well somebody to very casual Friday somebody
2: order a pizza
1: <laughs> <laughs> What am I gonna do with all this pepperoni <laughs>
0: Bow, bow. Uh. <laughs> and coming to you from Charleston, West Virginia, where housing is available real cheap, Brian Kidd.
1: Hello, everybody.
0: <laughs> is, hey, is, hey, hey. is the housing market good right now? Yeah,
1: because is- we're all dying off. Like if, if oh. All the young folks move away as soon as they get out of high school, <laughs> and then uh, the, the old folks just keep getting older and dropping like flies.
0: Oh. Oh. It's, it's a cycle. It's a cycle. I left. I'm going to tell you. I'm not there anymore. Well,
1: you know, when you have a state that's going, hey, Cole is going to come back someday. <laughs>
0: Just wait. In the meanwhile, let's make the Bible the official book of the state. <laughs> Ah, geeks, fanboys, (laughs) call us what you want. We all have the things we love and obsess over. We often hold a special place for the things of our childhood. Webster's Dictionary defines nostalgia as a wistful or excessively sentimental yearning for a return to some past period or irrecoverable condition. So how many of the things that we may have geeked out in the past and may still to this day are really as awesome as we remember, and how many of them have we overhyped in our memory to the point the second look will have us saying, "Why did we like this?" So, guys, before I get into the idea I had for what it's talk to you, are you currently binging anything? Binging a television show? I am. Ooh. I'm. What are you binging? I am finally,
1: and I know you're that this is going to get me some flack, but I am finally getting around to watching Deep Space Nine and Voyager.
0: Okay.
2: Mm, okay.
1: That's yeah, a good one. That's I, a good one. I, I, you know, I love Star Trek. Like, I grew up watching sure. the original show. Uh, they used to actually show 16-millimeter prints of episodes of Star Trek at my local library. And yeah. so I'd go on the weekend and sit and watch Star Trek and eat popcorn. And, uh, you know, I loved it. And then when when Next Generation came out, I was all in. You know, I, I saw all the movies. I was just all in, all in. And then then deep space 9 came out and by that time i was kind of you know I, next generation had been on for several years and i just didn't have time to watch another star trek show and so i missed it and i've been told by my friends time and time again oh my god dude you didn't watch deep space 9 like it it's fantastic and i'm like yeah i know i know i need to watch it well i'm finally i'm finally getting trying to sit down and watch it i i got to say his first season's a bit of a bit of a slog, but uh, <laughs> but
0: what show isn't what show isn't the first season? Well, okay, Firefly, but you only yeah. get the first season, right? right. But Pink time.
1: Lady and Jeff, man, um, you know it. It's it's not bad. Like I'm not going to say, oh God, this is garbage, but it's just not. It's not grabbing me yet. But from what I understand, that's that's expected. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's nobody's going to go first season of Deep Space Nine the best, man. I mean, first season, next generation, it's not good. Um, so I'm going to stick with it. And then I also figured, well, at the same time, just for a little variety, I'm going to try and watch Voyager. I watched a couple of episodes when it was originally airing and 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 hated it. Mm. But um, I think as I've gotten older and have seen so much real crap come out that I'm I'm becoming <laughs> a little bit more, you know... I let things go a little more and can go, "Eh."
0: this is crap too, but it's not as nutty. It's not as nutty. (laughs) as
2: Right. You know,
0: eh,
1: okay. I can take this, you know? So, um, I'm actually, I got to say, I'm, I'm actually enjoying it. I'm actually enjoying it. It's, it's not art, but I, it's, it is Star Trek and it's not so grimdark as modern Star Trek that I, you know, I'm enjoying it for what it is Because I kind of miss that I kind of miss that hopefulness And that, uh, you know Where where everything wasn't necessarily Life and death And everybody's got mental issues Um, Mm. So, yeah I'm binging the
0: hell out of those (laughs) Okay Okay. What about you, Ryan? What are you binging? Uh,
2: Well, we just finished uh, Good Omens So uh, I've got a couple things That I've got queued up And it's kind of just a matter of uh, probably which one I can I could talk Christine into sitting down and, and watch it with me. But uh, uh I'm looking at Carnival Row, um uh over on Amazon. It's supposed to be really good. Uh let's see. I've also oh, I've heard a lot of good things about uh, and I've never watched it, uh Veronica Mars. And oh, so I dude. thought uh mm.
1: Veronica Mars is awesome.
2: Yeah, so I th- I really wanted to give give that a go. Um Let's see. Oh man, it's funny because I, I know my net my Netflix and my Amazon and everything. All those queues are just like chock full of stuff I need to watch. But um, it's funny how like I can go through that stuff like like uh, like a high school girl could go through a closet and not have anything to wear. <laughs> right? Like I'll I'll go right through it. I'll be like mm, I don't feel like watching any of this. Like you know, and it's just like I don't know. But um and my uh, well my youngest has recently discovered uh. Dragon Ball Z, or or the remake of that, um, where they've kind of kind of restarted, um, and it's I was reading a little bit like it's it's the original story. It's in even some cases it's the original animation cells that they have cleaned up and and. Are you talking about Dragon Ball and, Kai? I think that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um. So uh, she's it's all she's killer really...
1: no filler. So it's uh, <laughs> whereas the There's, original they could not say that. So it's yeah I I approve as an anime nerd.
2: Yeah. yeah, So she's uh, she's she's watching that and having a good time with it and um, that actually happened when I, I came in the room and she was watching and to this day I don't know what it was. She was watching something, um, some, like, some anime movie uh, and I was like, what are you watching? She's like, I don't know. And I was like, okay. So why are you watching it? She's like, well it looks cool. I was like well, I mean, that's good enough for me. So we sat down, we watched it and it, it turned out to be pretty cool. And so I was like, you know what, if you like that you might like this. And the only, the only thing we, we could get was that Dragon Ball Kai um, through various on-demand and streamings. And uh, watched an episode of it and kind of looked over at her. I was like, because she, she hadn't said anything. I was like, well, what do you think? You want to watch something else? And she's like, oh, that that's pretty cool. Let's watch another one. So we watched like four or five episodes of that. Um, and that was, that was fun. I enjoyed that. So, um, yeah, so, you know, I've got my stuff I, I – uh, I binge with my kids and then stuff I binge with my wife. And I got to make sure that those uh, don't cross, don't cross those streams.
0: <laughs> cool. Um, we just finished binging Shit's Creek, um, mm. which hilarious. How yeah. I miss that, uh, you know, because I, I have always loved Eugene Levy and, and Catherine O'Hara and all the stuff they have done with, you know, Christopher Guest and all of the various, you know, mockumentary type stuff they've done. Um and even though this is, mm. is more scripted and more uh it's not meant to be a documentary style. Oh my goodness, such good cringe humor yes. so often. Really funny. Um so we, we we made it through the four seasons that were on Netflix. Now we're trying to get some of them on the pop streaming. I know that that there's other ways to get it, but we're just kind of biding our time. Uh, have dabbled in the good place. Have dabbled. Oh, you we just need to dabble through all of the good place. Oh no, no, no. We, yeah, we, we're, there. We're, we're there. We're there. But we've taken some rests along the way. We're on season three right now. um And I mean, we stopped for stuff like good omens and the things like that. I but like how the guy done. who
2: hasn't seen Voyager, or Deep Space Nine, is getting kind
0: of judgy. Oh <laughs> well. Okay. All
2: right. Mm. Fair enough.
0: <laughs> but we we are making our way to a <laughs> good place and like and like it like it, it's really we do it's very smart it's and probably
1: it's probably my favorite like uh, new show new comedy that's currently running comedy. Hmm. Yeah. Um, although, have any of you guys it, seen Letter Kenny?
0: No. Speaking uh, no. Of, of
1: Canadians, so. you like Shits Creek? Um, yeah. Letterkenny is it's a Canadian show uh, about this town called Letterkenny in Ontario, 5,000 people in it, little small farming town. And it's just about the people that live there. Okay. And it's, it's hilarious. I mean, everybody, okay. it, it's very low key. Cause they're, they're good country people. You know, they just, they don't want to put up with crap. Um, but it, you know, it's, it's, It's important things that are important to them are being able to get beer and to be the toughest guy in the town. So, uh, you know, the main character uh, in the first episode, he's he has stopped fighting because he had dated this girl for five years and she would convinced him that he shouldn't fight anymore. And so he's kind of lost it. And so now he's taking all comers and people keep showing up to the farm, driving up as polite as they can be because they're Canadian. Um, and then they, they beat the crap out of each other (laughs) so that somebody can finally say, you know, uh, you know, I'm the toughest guy in all the letter. Kenny, uh, it's, it's glorious. It's, it's some of the funniest, funniest, just low key dry humor that you'll ever watch. It's, it's, uh, Hulu bought it. It had been running for several years in Canada. Hulu bought it and they're paying to do paying for the new seasons. Um, so it's, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. If you've never seen it and you like Canadians, you can't go wrong with Letterkenny.
0: They're, they're, Canadians are nice. They I'm, really I'm are. Canadians. Um, I imagine that we'll be picking up Hulu as part of the big Disney package when Disney Plus goes live. Um, so might be picking that up there. Um, and as we're talking about that, as we're talking about things like, like Disney Plus going, giving us a glut of things at our fingertips, um, series that we can just sit down and watch a whole season, like... The, the, that feeling of after you've watched... one I think we talked about this on a previous... Uh, the, like One of the episodes we listen, that I listened to that we did just before we took our, our extended break um, was when uh, Star Trek Discovery hadn't come out yet and was still being talked about. Was it going to be only on streaming or was it also going to be on television? Of course, it turned out only on streaming. And when you're only on streaming and you're dropping a whole series you want to end that first episode in a way that makes you say, Oh my gosh, I've got to know what happens next. When well, see I think the thing about- with
1: star Trek discovery is they're they're still treating it like an old school network show, even though it's mm-hmm. just streaming it, You yeah. know, we've gotten so used to with, with services like Netflix, when they bring in a show, they bring in an entire season of the show and at once. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're, they're not doing that. CBS isn't doing that with with Discovery. Uh, so it's I a, saw it's every
0: episode a week. Yep, one episode yeah. a okay. week,
1: uh, just like it would be airing on CBS, except you have to pay extra for it. <laughs> Net, <laughs> or, Netflix or, is
0: actually
2: looking
1: at doing the same thing. There are other able to get
0: it, but. <laughs> <laughs> we're not suggesting people do that. No. But what, what we saying, Ryan?
2: No, uh, Netflix is uh, looking at doing that with with some of their shows too. I forget which ones. Uh, because none of them were interesting to me, but uh, uh, yeah, I think it's it's like some baking shit or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, oh, yeah, the Great yeah, British yeah. Bake Off is being oh, done that okay. way. They're only seeing one episode. That's a week, why yeah. I forgot. But uh, yeah, my other question was, um, does Brian's statement of what what was it you said uh, the thing with Star Trek does that count, Cliff, as a as a here's the thing. I don't know. I specifically I don't
1: know. did not say. Here's the thing. He did yeah. not. He did not say that. He I did not can. Say that. There are no, lots don't. of things I could say about Discovery.
2: <laughs> um, it's just Cliff and I were wondering early earlier on uh, how far we were going to get into. And we never, made the, we never bet, made the I official realized. bet. I realized. Yeah, I've been, you know, like
1: I've been pretty good. pretty good. I've been pretty and good. You have. You've been you, very you good. You have. Yeah. I was very good. But just you, to get it out there, here's the thing about discovery. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I, I wanted, to, I, I decided to give it a now chance. Now it
2: feels like home. Yeah.
1: I, <laughs> <laughs> you now you know, we're back. I, 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 as I, as I mentioned earlier, I grew up watching Star Trek. I love Star Trek. Um, and so I was excited that we were finally getting another Star Trek TV show. Um, I, I I will go on record as saying that at least two out of the three, you know, Kelvin Timeline Trek movies that they released <laughs> were good. I, you know, I like the, the first one and I like the third one. The second one can suck it. But... Um, the third one is still wrapped in plastic on my shelf. Uh, the I third one's great. The third one's yeah. is great. Okay. Um okay. So, but, you know, I, I still I I'm somebody who likes having getting to know a crew. Mm-hmm. You know, and getting to see them take a journey, a trek if you will. Um yeah. and so I I was all for discovery. I, I was on board. I ex- was ex- excited about it. And then then the first pictures of the Klingons leaked. And mind you, if you don't know this, Star Trek Discovery is a prequel to the original Star Trek. It takes place about eh, 12, 15 years before. Uh, so here's the thing. Um, yes. <laughs>
2: it's a twofer.
1: It is a prequel in name. And, and, and I would say at least half the first season you go, what do they just not like Star Trek? Is, you know, is it, is whoever's running this, is it that they were tasked with making a Star Trek show, but they don't really know anything about Star Trek and don't really care about Star Trek. So they're just gonna, you know, throw in characters and, and call guns phasers and that'll be Star Trek. Hmm. Um, it it I do have to say it really started off like that. I, I was very disappointed with the first two or three episodes. It was very dark. Nothing looked like it should. Um, everybody uses holograms to communicate, and I mean uh, they do all this stuff that I'm like, did some technology
0: cat- that doesn't fit with the time.
1: Right. I'm like, did some cataclysm happen where everyone just forgot how to do stuff? Between then and the original show um, and so I was I was really just off the bus I was like forget it like this is not not my trek um, <laughs> but but I think that about midway through that first season I started to see glimmers of the things i liked about star trek as a whole you know property um they started to deal with giving people personalities first all, you know <laughs> i will say like the the first half to two-thirds of the first season of discovery you don't know half the crew they, they you see them But they don't tell you anything about them. You don't know anything about their personalities. They focus on three or four of them. And and all of them are bastard people for the most part. So they're not likable. Um, But I think they realized that and thought, okay, look, if we're going to keep this going, we actually have to make people like these people. And so they really started to bring back in. Some of the camaraderie with the crew, which you always get in a Star Trek show, where they really become uh, their own family. Um, they started to do more exciting things as far as actually, uh, you know, uh, going on a voyage, you know, look, going, going and seeing things they've never done before. Um, they bring in the mirror universe from the original series. And that's of course been brought back several times throughout the different series. So they start, they, and they start to bring in little things here and there that resemble the original star Trek show. So I, I, by the end of the first season, I was on board. It still had, I still have, you know, problems with it. There are some things that I'm like, yeah, okay, but you still need to fix that. But I was on board. (laughs) Um, enough that number one, I stuck with the whole thing, and number two, I was ready for a second season, and and wanting a second season, uh, and so when the second season happened, the second season is like a different show. Um, it it really started to feel like Star Trek, uh in the, in the best possible way. There are still some things that I I. I wish that they would make fit in with established continuity but they've made an effort it, it, you know they have they, they have at least tried to say okay look we acknowledge that all of these this other Trek exists in the past you know as far as our real past so we're not going to just pretend it's not there and do everything that we want to do whether or not it fits. They've made an effort to try and make Discovery and the original series mesh. Uh, has it been 100% successful? No. But they're getting there. And and I, for one, am excited for the third season of it. I, I'm, I, I really like Discovery now. Uh, which I never thought I would when I first started watching it. So, you know, as much as I, as much as I tend to go, oh, good God, they're making a freaking live action Aladdin. Why? Why? <laughs> um, you know, I gave it a chance and I'm glad I did because as an old school Trek fan, I'm okay with it and I'm enjoying it for what it is and, and I'm excited to see more of it.
0: Okay. I, I, there's some other show that's supposed to be coming to CBS streaming, that is going to be an exclusive. Well, there's Picard, yes, but there's a there was some oh other God, show. Please that Please like,
1: don't let them mess up Picard.
0: Please. Looks what we've we've what I've seen, seen looks good. We've
1: seen thirty seconds of it, Cliff.
0: Well, you know, but we've seen
1: good enough thirty to seconds. make me me sit there on my fat butt on the couch, and then all of a sudden go. Oh my God! Is it data? It's data. I, I, and, and I was like, "All right, calm down, man." Phantom Menace All had a right. good trailer too. So, yeah,
0: they, okay, good point. Good point. All right, point taken. Um, but there was some uh, there's some other show and I can't think of what it is. But uh, but like I now know uh, a Twilight Zone
2: is that Twilight, uh, Zone, streaming Twilight over? Zone wasn't good. Wasn't good. What? It wasn't good. Oh, wasn't good. that's right. too bad. Yeah. Uh, well, we're
0: discussing we're discussing as part of the Disney Plus. Going with more streaming services and possibly cutting cable around here, so maybe that'll be, maybe that'll be an option. Yeah, well, I mean, at that point they
1: they own everything anyway, so you know you may as
0: well. That's true. But to go back to something that Ryan brought up, that you know Netflix considering taking some of their shows and adopting the discovery model of releasing still like a, a show a week as opposed to a dumping of a whole season. You know, we we live in such a different era now with having everything at our fingertips. I, mean, I can remember, you know, back still when we would go buy a series, you know, on DVD at the video store. Or you'd go rent a series at the video store and bring it home to watch a whole bunch of episodes. Or now they have them at the library, that type of thing. But now it is at literally the push of a button. Let's find a series and let's just sit down with it. Are we missing something by... And would we gain something in terms of hype, in terms of uh, being excited about a show with this, the model that CBS is using for Discovery and waiting for a new episode to come out versus getting it all at once?
2: I don't know if I'd give as much stuff a chance. To be honest, um, when I could sit down, watch the first episode, be like, eh, it's okay," you know. Maybe I'll, I'll watch one more episode and see if it grabs me. Uh, a lot of things get me by the second, second or third episode, and if I am waiting like a week in between those things, I am probably not giving it a, a second or third episode.
1: However, yeah. I got to counter that argument. It it depends on the show. It depends on the kind of show. I I don't think that people will. Latch on to something like a sitcom that's only once a week because you know now to me sitcoms are kind of um, they' are the kind of things where you can watch three or four episodes and it's you kind of get into a vibe of what the jokes are going to be like and and having to wait a week between episodes now is a struggle when there's so many other things to watch, but for shows that are Events or or that um, are of a genre that has a lot of excitement or intrigue, Um, I think that we've shown, we've seen with things like Game of Thrones, you know, no matter if the last season sucked or not, like, people would wait and people would make it an appointment to watch that, show once a week and the budgets for television shows now are insane um, compared to what we grew up with. Uh, Television was always second tier to Hollywood movies and that's not the case anymore. You know, you see stuff on TV. Not only does uh, does it have the budget of some major Hollywood blockbusters, but it allows the creative folks behind these shows to have the luxury of time. You don't have to squeeze a story into two and a half hours. You know, you can take your time to do 10 episodes of something and pace it out so that every episode gives you another
0: valuable piece of the story. Um do you do you think that we you know, change the, from the the water cooler mentality of we got to make certain everybody talks about this the next day or cuz there's really there's only so much room in the week for appointment television. You know, yes, Game of Thrones fit that bill and i'm behind see i I, I didn't even do that with
2: game of thrones i I waited until the season was over and then i went and watched binged it all because that's
1: okay okay but 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 there was the vast majority of folks didn't you know
2: yeah but i wasn't talking about what the majority of folks were going to do what i was talking about is what i'm going to do sure like i'm (laughs) I'm not no i mean my exact words were i'm not going to watch as much of this stuff because i'm not going to wait a week to yeah. to see all these episodes, Maybe I I just give a don't. A I think it's what a little. Other people do. It's
1: a little too soon to to throw the dirt on the casket for, you know, episodic television. Hmm. Um, it, it's now it's never going to be what it once was, where everything was. You waited a week between shows, and then every hmm. seven months or whatever, you'd have three months without that show or just reruns. It's never going to be like that again for you know, the mass of entertainment. But I think that there are some things that still work very well for that type of scheduling and, and will continue to work well for at least the foreseeable future.
2: Well, they're really popular and that's the only way they can watch it is to have to wait. Yeah. They're going to do it. I just, I I don't know if the majority of people anymore have the, the delayed gratification uh, ability. Thing, word stuff to, to, <laughs> yeah. to, to be patient if they, if they don't have to. Well, um,
0: especially when there's so many other things that they could push a button and have something else of. Yeah, that you could get into. I mean, I mean, we we just commented like about you know you look at Netflix and there's so many things you could choose from from stuff that's brand new to stuff that scratches that nostalgic itch. Yeah. Like I'm like, oh my goodness, I can't that old show's on. Let's go watch an episode of that. You know, let's mm-hmm. let's just flip through that and see how we feel about that. Yeah. Um, and and this is a, a kind of maybe kind of a weird parallel jump, but I know that um, the WWE with Raw and SmackDown and those type of things. Are at one of their lowest ratings they've ever had. That they're they're off by a million viewers uh, and, and millions of viewers from what they were last year. And I'm wondering if some of that is that people just don't have the week to week. I want to stick around. Well, plus there's lots of complaints about the writing and that type of stuff too. But yeah, I mean that's, that
1: that's the thing you're missing there, Cliff. Is that the problem with WWE is they have wrestlers now. <laughs>
0: I, no, I think that they have bad writers. I think that they right, have yeah. some decent talent. If you watched any of the NXT uh, oh, product, sure. there are some really talented people. I think they're being horribly booked. Yes, right. I would agree with yeah. you there. But also, people won't put up with a crappy week and wait another week to be disappointed again. Right. Whereas opposed to like, oh, there's all these other things. I could at a push of a button, I can have a whole season of mm-hmm. that. Like that's very enticing. That's very enticing to pull someone into something new. And I, I give Netflix credit. The way that they play previews, if you just leave it sitting there, it's like, oh, would you like yeah. to try this? Oh, would you that. like to try I this? So Maybe much. you'd like to try this. Um, how about this comedy special? How about this new Netflix original? You know, And you're like, oh, okay, I, I, sure, I'll, I'll take a look at that. And they're like, oh, did we mention we have three whole seasons of it? But Sit down <laughs> and enjoy the day. But a
1: problem that Netflix is running into is that it has to be a constant churn of content mm. and that's expensive. They are spending so much money to be able to say every week or every two weeks here, we have these six new things and you can watch 10 episodes right now mm. that they are hemorrhaging money. Yeah, It's true. not sustainable. Um, especially as the expectation that people have now is higher for television content in a lot of ways, because we've been spoiled. Television has had, you know, a, a, a great run the past decade. We've seen some fantastic stuff yeah. that has sent, you know, that is pulling people away from theaters to stay home and watch on TV because they can see something just as good or better. But if people have that expectation, that's going to cost more money and more money and more money. And it's not sustainable to be able to have that amount of content coming out on a regular basis and, and make money. It's it's it. I love, don't get me wrong. I love Netflix. And, and i I love the stuff that hulu's doing um mm. and some of the stuff Amazon's doing but yeah they they're iffy um mm. but I think it's gonna we're gonna start seeing stuff sort of dry up
0: mm. or at least slow down um, yeah I noticed that like especially lately when I look at Netflix, I see a lot less of the um of the older shows like they're definitely shoving. The newer stuff at me as much I haven't been on in a while to see if like Old A-Team or Knight Rider Or well, those types no, of things because for they a long time They it. were. They don't own it That's the problem uh, th- yeah. th- All those shows are
1: owned by other companies Who have licensed them To yeah. Netflix And now all those other companies Saw Netflix Bring in all these subscribers And have said Well now we need to have our own Streaming service, Disney Warner Brothers um, They own all those shows So once those contracts are up They're Going to be off of Netflix And so Netflix is having to Just either get foreign shows That they can get fairly cheaply Or Do a lot of comedy specials That are cheap to make A lot of reality shows that are cheap to make um, That's why you don't see older movies and TV shows around as much on Netflix anymore. Cause they're losing them. They're all going to, it's going to be turning into like, we all complained about cable. Oh my God. There's yeah. 99 channels and you have to pay a fortune for it. Well, guess what? Cable two electric boogaloo. It's, it's yeah. just without the, it's just a different kind of cable. It's ethernet instead of coaxial. So it'll be a streaming bundle, right? Yep. Oh, you want to watch this show? Well, you got to pay $6 a month to get, CBS All Access. Oh, well, you want to watch Mandalorian? Oh, you got to get uh, Disney Plus and you want to, watch, you know, and it's all going to be spread out like that to the point where you're going to end up paying the same amount of money that you paid for cable <laughs> um, having to go to all those different places. So it's, uh, I don't know, it's going
0: to be, it's going to be an interesting, interesting development. What is your, um, what is your go-to throw on something that, uh, is, is DS9 and, and Voyager what you're like if you're just sitting around the house and have something old on? Is that your thing or do you got something else you put on? Uh, you know, it depends. Like,
1: I, like I, I've said before, I watch a lot of movies too. I mean, movies are, are primarily my, my passion. Um, mm. But as far as TV goes, uh, you know, if it's going to be something older and I've got some time, those are shows that are for lack of a better term, comfort food. Mm. So Mm. I know what I'm in for. I don't have to be like completely focused on it. Um, It's something I can have on and follow fairly easily and maybe do something else at the same time. Mm. Um, So, and, and, you know, I go through phases where I, I want to see different kinds of shows uh, right now I'm just going through well, I might as well catch up on these Star Trek shows I haven't watched because Discovery's not on right now and you know, this is this is what's out there that I haven't seen that's from something that I love. So um that, that's that's just currently what I'm what I'm doing
2: as far as older shows.
0: Ryan, what's what's your just go
2: to background? Um ooh, is it uh I guess it kind of depends on on what I'm, what I've got going on, what I'm doing. Um, like if I'm trying to, if I'm sacking out at night, and I, I, because I have to have something on. Uh, like if as I'm going to sleep, I'll watch, uh, you know, one one of the couple dozen comedy specials that I've watched so many times that the words don't even mean anything anymore, and it's it's just white noise. Uh, Tom Segura is great for that for me because I've watched that his three specials so many times. Have you watched Eddie Murphy um, Delirious lately? Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Wow.
0: Oh. We're in a different era of comedy, aren't oh, we? Oh, my
1: God. Between <laughs> that and Bill Cosby, man, I don't have anything to listen to anymore. It's,
0: <laughs> oh, man. You know, quick, quick side note. I was going through all of, uh, all of our old clips. And trying to archive all the stuff we've used on the show over the years in case we're going to use it again, and we had a we had a Bill Cosby clip from the early days if I remember it better. I'm like, oh, that that that's not something we do anymore. I know. And I listened to it, and, it, and the more I listened to it, the more it was cre- even more creepy
2: out of. Context. Well, I mean, we could use it just in a different context. That's true.
0: <laughs> You
1: know, it's like, a, well, I guess I can't listen to Cosby anymore. Gosh, Eddie Murphy was
0: really homophobic. Well, at least there's Louis C.K. Oh, damn it! To go back to the topic we so were on, um, for me, I mean, I mean, I often have, I have Next Generation, I've been doing, I was doing a rewatch of that. If I'm back on my crafting table or whatever, working on, mm. you know, terrain stuff or working on minis, you know, I'll just put my iPhone up. Propped up and put on Next Generation or, or something. And that's probably one of my go-to, you know, nostalgic binge-type shows that I'll do a lot of, and that's one that's still pretty much out there. Uh, that's not one that I've heard any risk of coming down anytime soon. So depends on what Picard that, does to it. <laughs> that that's probably true. That could be true. That could be true. Um, but yeah, I just I don't know. Is is, is there a show? That we wish was more readily available to binge. There are lots of shows. That, I mean, when you okay. see what's available, Star Trek's on every
1: streaming site there is. Doesn't matter. You can go yeah. to you can go to Hulu, Amazon, Netflix, CBS All Access. They've got all the Star Treks. There are so many other shows out there
0: that just aren't available. Uh, well, okay. well, I'm asking you. I'm asking you right now. Think about a show that's not easily readily available for streaming. That's an old, like, classic that you wish you could have available that off the top of your head is not, what would it be? You mean that's not easily found? Not easily available. Not easily found. Like, it doesn't pop up on Netflix. doesn't pop up on Amazon Prime. You'd have to go on a deep dive on some side service or whatever to find it. Like well, I think you that, that there are
1: shows that have been on those services at one time or another, but that have since gone away and aren't aren't easily accessible things mm. like i like i like night gallery the the show mm. that rod serling did in the 70s um now i mean it's no twilight zone but some of the episodes are pretty great um and it was on hulu for a long time but then it disappeared you can't find it anywhere um mm. i'm also a big fan of babylon five which is you know another reason i never watched deep space nine back in the day because they were competing and you know you were either a babylon oh, yeah. five fan or you were a deep space nine fan um and that for the longest time The only way that you could see Babylon 5 Is if you got a hold of the DVDs Because it wasn't streaming anywhere um, It's finally on Amazon But Who knows how long that'll last um, You know, and television's been around For quite a long time so what, And what we have available Is just a trickle of what Was actually released I, I wouldn't mind watching Fantasy Island in the love boat, but you know, you know what? <laughs>
0: that that sounds pretty good. Yeah. yeah
1: you know, but you're not going to be able to find more than a handful of episodes of either. If you can find them at all streaming
0: as more, more companies like, like, I think like you said, Brian, that, that, that realize that they could monetize their stuff. That's in the archives. If they just went to the trouble of putting it out there, mm-hmm. um, I, I, I'll I'll draw the the wrestling comparison again. That you know the WWE network has taken all of their archive stuff and they're digitizing it more and more every day. Sure, and things that like people like only a handful might watch like. An old Nitro episode, or an old you know old all the old Raw episodes are on there. But they also, after they acquired you know the stuff from TNT, that's all on there. And all these little regional Georgia championship. I was going to say stuff. if they put up all the Georgia Championship wrestling, I am subscribing. I'm pretty sure <laughs> it's on there. I'll, I can double check. But I mean that that these deep dives, but it's they're keeping it all in house. You go to their thing, right? I think about stuff that like. The old Battle of the Network Stars. The old, like, you know, Saturday morning cartoon archives. You know, that. Well, those I, are up. I mean, those, it, it,
1: there's a, if you get, the, oh, what's it called? Boomerang. Boomerang. Okay. Right. There, and, and that's bundled in with, there's a service called Verve that has all of, like, Rolls anime and High Dive's anime and uh, some other stuff. But one of the things they have in there is Boomerang, and I'll be doggone if I wasn't watching freaking, you know, Laugh Olympics the other day, okay. you know, so no, I mean, I, not, I was unaware of oh, that. Oh, yeah. That all, is something all the Flintstones, like all the Jetsons, Huckleberry, ha- anything Hanna-Barbera. It's the It's there. They
0: don't have the Herculoids. See, um, that, that, I was thinking the other day I was thinking and they don't Herculoids. have Thundar
1: the Barbarian or I'd be watching. That See too.
0: another. That's another gaping hole, you
1: know. But I think some of those, it depends on the rights. Like some of yeah. those weren't Hanna-Barbera. They were Hanna-Barbera that they bought from like Ruby Spears yeah. um, as sort of like a subcontract thing. So they don't really own it, even though we think of them as Hanna-Barbera, if that makes any sense. No. Herculoids. Now that belongs to Hanna-Barbera. But uh, I don't I don't believe that Thundar does.
0: You want you want to know the show? That's the show I want to see a live adaptation of. <laughs> Thundar the Barbarian? I want, I, no, I want Herculoids. Oh. I want live-action Herculoids. Uh, okay, you be you, Cliff. <laughs> okay, then you, then you can have your Thundar the Barbarian.
1: Oh, well, I will. Thundar <laughs> the Barbarian was awesome.
0: <laughs> it designs by Jack Kirby. Come on, mm-hmm. man. Ookla the Mock? I tell you, I'm, I'm with you. It was solid. It was a solid show. Post-apocalyptic
1: Saturday morning fun. Kids don't get enough post-apocalyptic stuff in their
0: lives these days. That's what we need. Mad Max, the animated series. I would watch the hell out of that. Well, we we pretty much do. It's
1: called Fist of the North Star. So (coughs) we're, you know, that that is Mad Max, the Road Warrior, the
0: animated series, which is why I love it. Why? why, and, And maybe this is another direction to go off of. In this era that we're looking for the more... Broad, you know, story. The more broad scenery. Why aren't we seeing more like high quality adventure animation stuff? I mean, the, I mean, we're seeing some of it. We Absolutely. do, but it's all coming from Japan. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Although
1: enough. I will say that Netflix has done some great stuff. Did, uh, did you watch the Voltron reboot that they did? No. It's great. I, it's, yeah. It's, yeah I watched it's a little great. bit of it. Yeah. It's really. It's, good. it's incredibly well written, well animated, and entertaining. Okay, I can put that in my queue. I like it better than the original show. Ooh, Uh but most of most of that sort of genre is is it's out there, but it's from Japan. Along with the ones where it's like, I know she's six, but she's so cute. (laughs) Aw. Aw.
0: Let's not. That's out there,
1: too. And it's a frightening, frightening thing.
0: Let's not go down that road. Not funny. There's nothing funny down that road. Yeah, let's not go down that road. But, I mean, again, it, it reminds me how we so often in our country... When we get really good quality something, it's almost by accident because there's an executive somewhere who wants to spend the least amount of money and get the most people to watch. So here's Bachelor season 24. But and that, dancing with the But stars. that's
1: the way it's always been. I know. I know. When, you know every when you now- look, everyone talks about the BBC being, oh, my God, British shows are just so much better than ours. No they're not. Mm-hmm. They just, oh, I know they, they have, have the some same ratio stuff, of crap to good stuff, stuff that we do.
0: <laughs> we just have a lot more of it because we're bigger. So it's Yeah. <laughs> you know what I wish we had more of in this country that, that British television has so much more of is good panel shows. Yeah. You know, the 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 what what's the show Ryan you got me into 8 out of 10 cats?
2: Yeah, 8 out of 10 and cats. And them doing and countdown and stuff. It, yeah, cats do countdown. That's really that's funny, funny stuff, yeah. but you
0: never see panel shows like that here. Yeah, you really it's don't. always sit down on the couch, talk for a minute, you leave. Sit down on the couch, talk for a minute, you leave. Like there's never like group conversations. I love Graham, Graham Norton discussions.
1: You know? Oh yeah, come, yeah. Come on over on the show. We're gonna get you stinking drunk and then film <laughs> you. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah. But they have a great time and it's enjoyable. Yeah. Every er, talk shows are so scripted nowadays. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't bother staying up to watch n- Number one, because I'm old And go to bed early But, um, <laughs> you know, I, I wouldn't even think of watching something like Jimmy Fallon Because it's there's nothing spontaneous about it Everything is so scripted out ahead of time um, That's why I liked Craig Ferguson back when he was on Because he refused to do that
2: mm-hmm. He was just yeah. like,
1: look, I, I want to have a conversation with these people And if I know every word that's going to come out of their mouth ahead of time That's not a conversation That's reciting a script
0: Mm. Yeah He he was very much more punk rock about the whole thing
1: Which is probably why he's no longer doing the show But
0: (laughs) It was great while it lasted and with that, it's time to go back to present day. We hope that we haven't permanently destroyed your childhood. If you'd like to suggest something for us to look back on, you can email us at IREMEBERDITBETER at gmail.com. You can follow the show at IRIBetter, follow me at RevenGeek, RyanRAllGood98, and Brian uh, doesn't bother with Twitter, so.
1: Brian, I'm crotchety! <laughs>
0: If you missed any of that, you can find all the info on this program by going to www.iribetterpodcast.com. Our Facebook page is facebook.com slash iribetter. Our voiceovers are provided by Amy Breedlove. You can follow her on Twitter at voicework, that's voice, W-E-R-K, and through her website, www.amiebreedlove.com, or you can argue with her using the Target Uh, (laughs) self-checkout. Please rate us on iTunes, and more importantly, tell your friends all about us. We're back! We're back! We're back! Coming up for episode 140, you'll watch all of it and like it!
1: Wait, that's, it's
2: 141.
0: Oh, sorry. You're right. Absolutely. I already screwed that up.
2: Chappelle, Chappelle talks about it.
0: Well, now he's in trouble for
1: his
2: latest special. Yeah, you know? I don't think he cares. So yeah. he doesn't.
1: He's got
0: money, and 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 Dave Chappelle, he's he doesn't care. No, now, let me tell you, Dayton doesn't matter what he says because he he's the first one to step up when the tornadoes happened and went through here. He went down to the Schuster, the biggest theater in town, and said, "Let's fill this up. I'll do it for free. Let's oh, yeah. raise some money." Yeah. You know, we had the shootings. He's, he's like, we're throwing a block party in the Oregon district. Packed 20,000 people down there. Stevie Wonder, Kanye West. Yeah. Because he's all about helping his town. Sure. So, I mean, like, you know, I mean, he he says some things, but the things he does in return, you know, it's like, yeah, you know, yeah, the, the, the heart there is good. One of my um, pastor colleagues was hanging out in Yellow Springs, and there was kind of a group conversation of people there that she just kind of got pulled into. And uh, they're all talking about you know uh, you know what they do, and, and, and all of a sudden this one guy's like, "So what do you do?" <laughs> and she's like, "Well, I'm a hospice pa- I'm a hospice pastor," and, and he's like, "Wow, that's pretty heavy, you know." And, and and then he's like, "Yeah, I'm in a position I can do whatever I want. I don't have to, you know, I don't have to do anything I don't want to do, which is a good position, but it also leaves me not knowing what I should do." And at that moment she's like, "Oh my." G- I'm talking to Dave Chappelle. <laughs> and she realized it because Dave Chappelle's face was on the T-shirt and on the body. He was yeah. wearing one of his own T-shirts while hanging out in Yellow Springs. <laughs> what? That's bold, Dave. Well, I mean, dude moved to Dayton because he knew he could live there and walk down the street. You know? Yeah, yeah he can hang out in Yellow Springs. Nobody cares. They, they wave and they say hi and maybe they ask for a picture, but nobody's hounding the hell
1: out of him. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, but, well, I'm uh, just gonna I'm gonna get Louie on the phone and say, look, dude, we got empty houses here.
0: They're dropping like flies. <laughs> just, <laughs> come on, I, I think you'd probably be fine here. Uh, yeah, but all the comedy clubs in there closed up shop, and the Funny Bone in Huntington didn't make it. I don't know. I don't know what the comedy scenes like in Charleston.
1: Well, there's I know well, that, well, I'll tell there's you, open mic nights. Cliff, there's something I've learned, especially after moving back to West Virginia, is. We uh, our people here don't have much of a sense of humor so oh, that, uh, that, I'll, give that.
0: <laughs> I'll give you that I'll give you that I'll give you that for to go back to the topic we were on before we took went down the, the, the this little show's
2: little, gonna little, need some need some editing
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll, 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 we'll have a discussion about that in a minute uh, <laughs> um, oh
2: someone's in trouble.
0: Hold on one second. I gotta go take care of a, a, a semi emergency situation. Be right back.
1: Oh, somebody pooped uh, their pants. That was probably oh, no, Cliff. No,
2: no, no.
0: That. Well, that was a pretty healthy discussion we've had there. We're an hour into recording. Do <sighs> I th- and and that yawn kind of says we'll probably cut it there. We'll probably cut it. There. And my son does that now. His his
1: his. Favorite thing to do now is call me up, and if I start going off on an old man tangent, he suddenly goes, Back in my day, going to the movies
2: only cost a dollar. I'm like, Okay, son, shut up.